Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's George Morris. George, you are a scaling up implementer and coach. You are found on the web at gmorris.com. That's the letter G, M-O-R-R-I-S.com. George, thank you for joining us. Uh, happy to be here, Josh. Thanks for having me. A very Colorado-esque website, I should point out, which I uh, cannot wait to go visit. As we're recording this, I'm going to be out there in a few weeks to go visit my daughter. But uh, yeah, so tell me about your work, what you do. Yeah, so really, I come into companies, uh, they're a wide range, you know, 2 million to over 100 million, and really get the whole executive team aligned, right? So, um, you know, I'm primarily working with the CEO, the founder, the president, whoever that may be. And getting the whole team together and getting them in alignment, getting them to trust each other, getting them to be accountable to each other. And uh, in theory, what I'm doing is really simple. In practice, it's extremely difficult. It's like herding cats sometimes. And why is that so hard? Because <laughs> they're human beings. You know, everybody has a different ability to listen, different ability to communicate. Um, you know, I, a couple of my teams, I'll give you an example. I have one company where I just went in and we're talking to them and I said, you know, are you guys all aligned? And they all come back and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're totally aligned. Okay. Um, let me do a survey. I'm going to ask all of you, uh, what is the revenue goal? How many active customers do you have? And how many employees do you have? There are three really pretty straightforward answers that most executive teams should answer. Um, the range of the response was almost double other responses in the right answers or half the or half the actual value. And I, and I just love it because whenever I get data like that, I come back to the team and I'm just like, hey, look, if you guys all think your revenue is double what the actual is or half what the actual is, then are you making the right decisions? Yeah, sounds like there's some disconnects. Yeah, yeah. And that's honestly 90% of them. 90% of the clients are like that. So what's going on if we think about like a, you know, kind of a stages of business perspective, um, and, and I see this very, very frequently, like it's pretty easy to get up to certain stages. And then it's like, I think a lot of us might suffer from, you know, stagnation. We plateau and we're like, I don't yeah. get it. We're doing the same stuff that was working previously, but yet we're not breaking through to that next level. Yeah. I, you know, I, I there was a Harvard Business Review article I read years ago, and I really liked how it looked at it. it. It looks at the process as like an expanding and contraction and expanding of uh, delegation and things like that. You start a business, usually you have a, a founder or co-founders, they do everything, right? So the plateau you hit is getting them to delegate to their teams. And then they delegate to their teams and the teams run wild. And now the next plateau is getting everybody to consolidate again. 
and be unified and aligned. And then it's again reduce uh, pushing out that pushing out that responsibility to the rest of the team again and aligning them to principles and then getting them reporting. So you're constantly like an ebb and flow of delegation, communication. And so you hit a plateau, you're usually hitting some kind of problem around delegation, accountability, mm -hmm. alignment. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is each stage of the game, come back and look at it and say, where is your problem at? Is it the delegation or is it the alignment and pulling everybody back? So it, it's an ebb and flow process is what I say. Yeah. And, and listen, here's the deal, right? It's, um, you know, much like we could say that, um, let's say someone's really good at SEO and we would excuse them if, um, it, hey, you're really amazing at SEO, but you're not necessarily great at sales and marketing. Like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not expected to be awesome at everything. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's, you know, that's just, that's, a myth like you're, you're just not that's just that just doesn't really happen right yeah. uh you know otherwise you're you know jack of all trades master of none you know if you try to be good at everything um similarly to our business leader friends who are listening to our conversation right now and let's say you've gotten to mid sixes in in terms of like annual revenue or something like that um the fact that you are kind of stuck at that level like it's okay like skill set that is required to get to, you know, let's say mid sevens or high sevens. It, there are a lot of new skill sets. And just if you've not done it, like, I, I think it's fairly easy to get to a comfortable low six figure business and just about anything as a, even as a professional service to start a small agency. But then mm -hmm. Like that's, I see where a lot of people really struggle is, you know, for kind of focused on this stages of business. But I want to mention this. I don't want anyone to feel bad, badly, if they are like, I should be able to just figure this out very naturally. Yeah. The team should just be able to figure this out. We should just together, we should be able to do this very naturally. No, there's a lot of now new things that, that you need to do. Sorry, I'm monologuing. <laughs> you take it from <laughs> Now, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, one of the quotes I love is business owners get rich, operators get burnt out, right? Mm. If you're wow. the way I look as you're in a concentric circle, you're in the center of it. And if you started the business and you're growing the business, all spokes point to you. You've made yourself that hub. And it's really hard to get yourself out of that center unless you're really intentional about how you are redistributing those spokes in that circle. Right. So ultimately, if you look at it as a business owner, you look at it as how do I get out of the center? That's your goal. Right. So continually get out of the center requires you to clearly communicate, delegate, and also be very clear about what trust looks like. So if I'm going to give you, if I did sales and I'm going to give you sales, I want to be really clear with you as what my expectations and my metrics are for me to trust you that you're doing the job right. And then if I clarify that with you and you report that to me, I make the promise to break that spoke and put that spoke on you so that I can step back from that. Yeah. And, and what does engagement typically look like with you? Like if someone says, look, George, all I know is that, you know, the, the team could use a little bit more esprit de corps. You know, we, you know, we, we, we need a roadmap um, yes. for, for the way forward. Where yep. do you come in and how do you engage? 
Yeah, usually when I engage with a client, it's over a one-year period, and it's looking like about an $80,000 investment for me to work with a team, and it's varying in scale, right? So if I work with a team that's a $10 million team or a $100 million team, it's still a team. I, it doesn't matter to me that you have 100 employees or you have 1,000 employees or you have 20 employees, because it's a matter of getting that team in alignment, getting that team to go in the right area. Some people come back to me and they're like, oh, well, we just want to do a one or two day session. That's a different story. I'll sit down and I tell them, uh, give them some tips and let them go run with it. And usually I get a phone call in about five or six months <laughs> because they started going down the path and they got way off track and they're like, okay, come on back in. We need you. Yeah. Can I, I want to ask you about something because on your, as when we're recording this, um, you know, we, we need to talk about, and this is really important too, to, you know, the broader conversation here is around personality types too. Now we <laughs> hope that, you know, certain personality types, I think they naturally get attracted to certain roles within companies. Yep. Um, I am not a good COO. I'm an, mm-hmm. I'm competent, but it's, it's, I, I don't enjoy it. Like it's I don't oriented. like and and that's going to surprise you because I'm an Enneagram type seven. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. You're a good right. starter, Josh. You're a good starter. E- yes, I, I am. Boy, I tell you what, I, I you know, keep up because I'm the idea guy. You know, and, say, and generally you have, new, you have a new idea probably two or three times a day. <laughs> that is not untrue. We'll say it yep. a double, we'll use a double negative there. <laughs> yep. There you go. So um first let's talk about uh you know just you know personality types and, and why that's a critical thing for us to be cognizant of, you mm. know, when we're thinking about maybe our core leadership team or others, you know, critical uh team members. Why should we pay attention as a founder CEO to you know, how they filter the world, how they, what motivates them, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with personality tests, they, they, they're, they're a great tool. They can also be a really dangerous tool if not used appropriately. Right. Um, the way that I look at it is that I like to use the scientifically based tools. So Myers-Briggs is not one of those, right? So Myers-Briggs, I would be an ENFP, right? Uh, which also very heavily correlates with the Enneagram uh, seven, like you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you look at the DISC profile, that's the one that I primarily use is DISC. It's scientifically based. There's yeah. lots of ways that they check to game the system. So if I'm working with a client, I look primarily at a DISC profile or another one called 12 behaviors. And there's driving forces too. I look at them because I want to understand how you think and how you move through the world. That's a very different uh, perspective than who are you, right? Like, who are you is a, is a very rich question. And I got to know you. I got to talk to you one-on-one. But with these tests, I can look at how you think and how you act. And so when I understand that, I can get two team members together and I have a list of these are the ways to communicate with you. These are the ways not to communicate with you. So I put the two of them together and I say to them, you get to circle three things on the to-do or not to-do with communication for both of you. And then you're going to work on that for the next month. So it's not like you're trying to understand everything about everybody, but make incremental progress. So for me, one of the communication patterns I like is be bright, be brief, be gone, right? Mm. Like, I don't want you to come in and ramble to me. Be very clear about what you want and move on. And so I often will circle that and say, please be bright, be brief, be gone. And if you start to ramble and waste time rambling, now I'm kind of getting irritated. I'm going to start shutting you down. 
right? And then they get to do the same thing, right? They get to do the same thing. It helps with communication. Yeah, and, and I love it. It's, it's like, listen, I'm just going to acknowledge a, a known, you might call it a defect. It's just a trait. Yep. This is just yep. the way that I'm wired. Yep. You're going to start losing me. And it's not right. your fault at all. It yep, is entirely me. But if yep. you want to unlock Josh, the, here's some things you need to know about yes. me. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, That's and, very cool. I love and, that. And I love with DISC too, because DISC is primarily, it takes people and splits them down a spectrum of, are you a tell or are you an ask, right? So the high DIs are very much tell. I'm going to tell you everything that's going on in the world. I'm going to tell you what to do. And I'm going to ramble, 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 ramble. And then the high, the high SCs are a lot of S. So they'll sit back and they'll be more quiet. They'll be like, Josh, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Josh, I'd like to know what data are you basing your decision on, right? It's just asking a lot of questions. And then just those two perspectives helps me understand a team pretty well. Yeah. I, and it's been a little while. I might be wrong, but I think I'm a high I, if I'm not missing. I yeah, might that's, be. Compl- that's correlated with a number seven ENFP. I'm a high I as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Hey, so George, um, your website, I, I, I want to make sure that people know how and why and who should be engaging with you. Um, mm-hmm. So your website, gmorris.com, what would you recommend they do when they go there? I mean, you've you trusted by 80,000 global companies, uh, the, the framework that you use. Um, so there's there's something here, yes. um, but what would you recommend people do next? Well, I mean, I, I love conversations. So if somebody wants to reach out to me on my contact page, I put a nice little WhatsApp link up there. Uh, people can text me, call me, whatever they want to do. Ask me questions and I'll give you some feedback. And I don't charge for all interactions, right? So just ask me a question if you need some guidance, if you want some tool that I can point you to that you want to try out for yourself. Um, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, and I'm always giving out tools for people to go ahead and use and, and implement them in their business. And if they run into a headache, hey, reach out. I'll give you some guidance and move you along. You know, the tools that I use, it's primarily scaling up. You know, I also have a background in EOS Traction, which is another mm-hmm. tool set that's very similar. EOS was based on scaling up. And so there's lots of tools. There's three hag. There's a, a ton of them out there. So what I really like to do is work with business owners of all spectrums, you know, startups all the way up, you know, north of 100 million. I like to give them frameworks that they can put in place rather than them moving along organically and struggling more than they need to. Yeah. All right. Gmorris.com. George Morris, this has been great having you on. Uh, and again, uh, at your website, um, you click, there's a green button there that says watch video uh, and talks about the kind of the scaling up stories. So this is great. George, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stopped by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.